uh, for anybody listening, I just want to say, first off, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate every ounce of support. Second thing is you'll begin to notice is that the podcast will become more separated and segmented so that it can become more consumable. And also, you'll be expecting to see more content that may not actually be from an interview. So right now, what you're going to be seeing is the introduction to the guest, who's actually going to be also co-hosting for the series Cash Flow. It's a series I introduced for On The Go Voice. And the next episode after this will be him and the conversations we had about uh, the basics of real estate. Hope you guys enjoy. I'm really excited about, you know, just all, overall the opportunity to just meet with all these young professionals in general. Um, I think the exciting part is that I'm not sure what to expect. I'm in a position where I'm Love just <laughs> really curious about, you know, who I'm going to meet, what they have to say, um, and what story they want to share with us. So uh, overall, I'm just really ambitious about what's going to happen next. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to another episode here on the Go Voice Podcast. This is Charles. And this is a little bit different because uh, with this whole quarantine thing going on, um, for I would say forced to basically reevaluate how I do my content. So right now, I'm actually doing this podcast at my home, and I'm doing it through a Zoom, transitioning to the next series of this podcast, uh, which is basically the finance series, which will be called Cash Flow. So my idea of this is to basically reintroduce um, the concept of finance to simplify and also highlight the things that I feel has been important when it comes down to financial foundation, whether saving money or, or, you know, multiplying your income, I think it would be dope to have this series involved where we can have a couple people involved as well to be able to contribute to the idea. And with that being said, I'm actually very excited to introduce you guys to the new co-host for this month. So he'll uh, co-host me for a couple of episodes to see how it is. And is also looking to get into the game himself. So uh, the guy I have here is Adrian Guzman, bro. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic, super, and incredible. Charles, how are you, man? I'm good, bro. I'm great. I'm great. I uh, just started off the morning really nicely. I didn't get to my morning routine, so it's a great start. But I'm super excited for Adrian to have here. I talked to him a while back. Wait a couple months. We kept in touch, and sometimes we would uh, yeah. think, uh, we would bounce back ideas when it comes down to podcasts. I love hearing this guy's uh, input as well. It's very great. Uh, I would say like the way you come off, which is what kind of stand out to me, and I pitched the idea, hey, co-host for the series. So, uh, so for anybody listening, bro, uh, I want everybody to kind of get to know a little bit about you. And then what we're going to do in this podcast is what we're actually going to do is because he's a realtor and he's been, how long have you been in real estate, bro? Uh, a little bit about three years. Okay, perfect. Years. So that's a topic we're going to be running off on so that we're basically doing what he said, a crash course. So for anybody who's like, okay, cool, I've heard of real estate. Obviously, if you've already been in straight, this this episode probably isn't for you, but it's a great way for me to introduce him as well. But for anybody who is, because the people listening is more of a generic audience, um, I want them to kind of see the importance of this thing and see how it can affect them when it comes down to it. So let's start off with what you are about, bro. Like, uh... Like, um, let's start with a little background about yourself. Like, who are you? What's your story? And how did you get involved in real estate? Yeah, uh, good questions. Uh, so it all <laughs> starts with, um, I'm a realtor with Century 21 Everest. I've been doing it for about three years. And nice. I find a lot of enjoyment 
teaching others what I've learned. So luckily from a young age, I've always been pretty ambitious when it comes to the finance part of things. And that's something I've always wanted to share with others as soon as I learned it. Um, ultimately, I learned that people don't want to hear until you prove to them that you can do something with the knowledge that you're sharing with them. So, so far, I've had people trying to reach out to me now, started asking questions about real estate, stocks, taxes, all kinds of other good things. So ultimately, I saw this as an opportunity to say, you know what, with the help of Charles and his podcast and what he's doing, his project, I think it can help teach others financial stability through the implementation of real estate and through the other professionals we're going to have on the show. So I'm pretty excited about it. Absolutely, bro. I'm actually, yeah, I'm very glad that you're here as well. Someone who's uh, basically on that aspect of the side when it comes down to finance already. You're kind of in the line already. It's not broad, broad, but like I did pitch you the idea it's going to be more broad than the niche she's already involved in, which is real estate. And I'm right. sure there's a sub niche for real estate as well. So, but uh, how, how did you get involved with real estate? I, I, we kind of, I kind of want people to know, you know, your involvement, you know, like obviously there's yeah. a motivating factor. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it goes back a little bit. It can be a long story, a short story, depending on how I make it. But um, ultimately it started with me being really curious about how to grow. Um, a few years ago, I was in a really tough spot in my life. I was broke. I was always looking for quarters, nickels, and diamonds around my house. And I know for a fact, I remember it clearly, never having more than $6 in my pocket like at all times. Like, And it was a really tough time. And it was humiliating at times. So eventually I said, you know what, like there has to be, you know, better ways. I had some of the same questions a lot of young ambitious people have, which is how can I grow? Eventually I got a job in sales in direct TV. I learned some of the things about body language, tonality, and it's interesting. It's exciting. After about two months, you kind of get the gist of how to do things and it started becoming a little slow for me. So I, I stopped doing that and I got into taxes. Then I learned how to talk to people, the finance, the financial side of like, the the real the real estate the financial side of everything mm -hmm. so how to how to move money how to, and so now I'm seeing why accounting sounds like a very boring topic on the surface but once you get into okay. it it can be pretty exciting and pretty moving so once I learned that I did that for about two years I said okay I got what I needed from this because my goal wasn't to become an accountant or CPA but now I see why people do. Mm. I said, okay, now that I've gathered what I'm supposed to gather from this, what's my next move? So what I started doing was thinking to myself, what can I do? But now this inspired me to have a business mindset. So I started going on YouTube, Google, searching up anything that had to do with finances, business, stocks, taxes, all of it. Nice. And I was absorbing every drop of it that I could. I found one video in particular that made a huge difference to me. And I think without this video, I wouldn't be exactly where I'm at today. I'd be in a different, you know, different situation in my life. Who knows? But the video, basically, the one phrase that I took out of it was, if you're going to do anything in your life, get a mentor. And initially, it sounds like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, someone can teach you and it makes sense to do it. But no, like, it's deeper than that. What you can actually do is completely cut out this five to seven year gap in your learning period because you can become anything you want. That's a given. The effort that's required is completely cut in half when you have a mentor, someone teaches you what not to do. And so you don't have to make the same mistakes. Um, it's, it just makes more sense to do that. So what I ended up doing was I went on Craigslist. I looked up Lamborghinis 
uh, Ferraris, those kind of cars. <laughs> I emailed the owners and said, I can't afford your car. I saw that you're selling this car on Craigslist because you own this car. I know that you know something about finances that not a lot of people do. I'm not asking for a loan. I'm asking for someone to, you know, be, to be willing to offer me some guidance or some mentorship. And I sent it out to like 15, 20 different people. One reply, only one okay. person. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, they, they shared with me a little bit about who they were. Um, they said they had double, um, double degree, a PhD in economics and, and business. And it was pretty impressive what the resume looked like. And then he told me a little bit about how to pick stocks, what to look for, what to when to get out, those kind of things. And um, nothing too specific, but it was pretty general, but it was still very useful. And I still use some of those tactics today. But then he disappeared on me somewhere towards Christmas of a few years ago. And I said, okay, when I told my dad that I was doing this, I was pretty proud. I said, dad, look, I'm going to go get it. I'm excited. I'm doing it. Love it, bro. What ended up happening though was my dad's reaction was completely the opposite. He said, what are you doing that for? Mm. And it threw me off. I'm thinking to myself, why? What's wrong? He said, you're going to find someone that's going to ask you to do some weird things, some uncomfortable things. And then <laughs> making me uncomfortable with the idea of that. And I was like, I understand exactly what you're trying to tell me, dad. Um, but I think that's kind of the problem. We're looking at it in different ways. I'm trying to look at it from a business um, perspective and you're looking at it from a safety perspective, which don't have to completely be opposite. I, I obviously you want to keep the safety in mind, but there was something in mind that I was trying to reach for and I didn't want to stop because of that. So what ended up happening was a few days later, maybe a week or two, my dad comes up to me and says, if you want to learn about, you know, finances, about all that kind of good stuff, there's someone I'd like you to meet. And I said, okay, well, who is he? And then that's how I ended up being introduced to Vicente. He's my current mentor right now. Nice. Real estate. Yeah. So, um, I, he, we set something up, we meet in person, you know, I ask him a few questions. He interviews me. So he's kind of where my mindset's at. Cause I'm still fairly young when yeah, I meet yeah. maybe 20, 21. Okay. And you know, we start talking, he starts introducing me to all these topics, topics and concepts. He starts, um, instead of, you know, where I've been to interviews where they ask about your past history, he, not only did he ask that, but he asked about my personality type and he made me realize that there's more important things to keep in mind than just, you know, the history. So I liked what I, you know, I liked what I, what I heard from him. He liked what he saw in me. Mm-hmm. We ended up clicking pretty well and he asked me to join his team. So I did. And nice. it was the best decision I ever made. I mean, I got exactly what I wanted. And one of the, one of the main things that he, I remember him telling me when I first joined with him is that I'm going to completely reshape the way you think. Ooh, I love that. And <laughs> There's something exciting and so invigorating about being able to see the progress in anything. Absolutely. Going to the gym, if you see yourself every day, you're like, okay, like you start to see the progress, but you might think it's your imagination. You're not too sure. When you don't, you look at yourself in the mirror for even a week after going to the gym, you see the progress. You're like, holy cow, like I know Absolutely. it's a detail, but I see it. So when I started seeing myself a month, three months, six months, after a year, I definitely saw a new agent and who I first saw. So it was such a big like experience for me mm-hmm. just that one year alone with him. And I wouldn't have had that if I would have done it myself. Love so, it, bro. Love yeah, it, man. That's, that's an awesome story, man. Especially I like the fact that you highlighted what mentorship can do for you because oftentimes, you know, that is what we lack when it comes down to, you know, pursuing something we feel we might be passionate about. We get kind of lost, you know, especially for yeah. me as well. I've had a lot of ex- good experience with mentorship 
definitely cut my learning curve in, in, in the past and has helped shape me for where I'm at today. So I'm I'm glad that you're on and involved, bro. I'm ready to start tackling this topic because I myself, I've yeah. been a little, like, I started a little bit of, like, uh, learning about real estate uh, about a year ago with a friend. And it's always been in my mind. So it is something that I look forward to to adding into my portfolio when it comes down to making a source of income. You know? Okay, so let's, <laughs> let's jump into you, bro. Like, uh, what do you do as a realtor? What's your role? My role as a realtor? Um that's a good question. It's going to depend on whether I'm helping the buyer or the seller. Uh, and the buyer wouldn't. But you do both. Um, yeah. So uh, something I, I I picked up from one of the like the gurus of real estate is that, and I agree with him, is that they should make real estate agents choose if they're going to be a buyer on the buyer's agent or a, a listing agent, um, because they're 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 distinct skills. They're they're different skills, and you you shouldn't be a you know doing both. Yeah. Okay. Um, or you shouldn't try to do both because it's not the best service for your client. But with that said, I still try to focus on learning both sides. So, and on top of that, I have the team. So I don't feel like I'm doing any disservice as opposed to, you know, I'm actually doing a better job because I'm happy. I'm cutting a lot of money to this team so they can help, you know, provide better service to the client. So that's something to keep in mind. But um, specifically my role as a realtor is to keep in mind, number one, that I always owe a fiduciary responsibility to my client. And the word fiduciary basically just means that I always need to put your interest ahead of my own. Um, th that That's pretty much how, what it comes down to. And even if I didn't have a fiduciary responsibility legally, it always makes sense to do that. If you're any type of business owner or trying to grow anything, word of mouth or referrals is always your best way of growth because people want to trust you and you want to be trusted by other people. Um, and the quick buck, you know, always costs a lot more than it looks, than what it seems. So having said that, if Charles, you're my buyer, I not only owe you that responsibility, but number one, my goal is for you is to help understand what you're looking for, what your goals are, and you know, what it is that you expect out of everything that's going to happen in this experience. Um, then go and find the right house for you, bring it to your attention. If you like it and we put in the offer, my next goal is to um, negotiate the best possible price for the home and the best possible terms, because that's also important as well. So once we get the best possible terms, the best possible price, our goal is to go into escrow. And then um, once we're in escrow, my goal is to make sure that everything goes along um, favorable and that everything works out and everybody says what it does, what they're going to, what they say they were going to do. And that's um, pretty much it. Um, and the listing side is very, very similar, um, except the first step isn't, you know, finding the right house. It's marketing your house as the right house and um, that's going to include the same things as if you're renting on a property which is putting it on zillow trulia craigslist redfin and you know calling other agents saying hey i have a house for sale do you have any clients that might like this property and having a very active and proactive approach to selling the house as opposed to you know the reason people don't feel happy with real estate agents is because a lot of them do a bad job and i, and I get it you know they do a bad job they put it on the market you know they might, you know, put out some flyers and they pray to themselves. We call it the three P system. You know, they just pray to themselves and they just kind of sit back and wait. But once you take a more proactive approach, you know, not only do you feel better by yourself when you, when you go to sleep that you helped a family, but your family is a lot more, you know, excited that, you know, their house is selling and for the price that they were looking for. And, you know, so my job as realtor is just to give you a positive experience by keeping you safe in legal matters and making sure that everything's in your favor. So that's more or less what my role is. Okay, that's awesome, bro. I think at this end, um, even for me, I'm going to cut it a little short. 
maybe yeah. perhaps because I know you're looking to be able to educate people in the future, right? So I'm gonna work closely with Adrian to, um, you know, if he's open to it, so that we can help him create some content so that he can serve more. Because he he seems to know a lot. I don't know if you guys can agree with me, but um, I want to transition <laughs> into it because I know it's gonna take a little longer if I, I if I end up expanding on the questions. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll save for different episodes, you know. But for now, for the time being, um, let's cut into what's what's coming up up next, you know. Right now, for you as a co-host, what I mean, what what do you um, what do you look forward to experiencing out of this? Yeah, I'm really excited about you know just all, overall the opportunity to just meet with all these young professionals in general. Um, I think the exciting part is that I'm not sure what to expect. I'm in a position where I'm Love just <laughs> really curious about you know who I'm going to meet, what they have to say, um, and what story they want to share with us. So uh, overall, I'm just really ambitious about what's going to happen next. Cool. So I'm excited to have Adrian uh, guide that ship too, and especially you know when it comes down to the guesting as well. But um, what are you looking forward for? I know you're going to be in real estate for a while. Seems like you're still interested in finance overall. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know you were, I didn't know that background actually until yeah. right now. So uh, what are you, what are you looking for like the next couple of years? Um, well, I have a short-term plan, a long-term plan. Okay. I'm very focused on the long-term plan as opposed to the short-term. The short-term would simply be um, just to build a portfolio, build an empire. And I have my own, um, my own little checkpoints as to where I want to be as I go along in my life and my journey as a professional. Um, but again, my focus is more the long-term plan of what I'm going to become, um, which would be putting myself in a position where not only do I have my own little empire, but I can offer that growth and offer my help and my mentorship to somebody that like you or me, Charles, that wants to grow, wants to develop. And my implementation of that would be, you know, have real estate, maybe sell a house or two and buy two businesses and offer them to two college kids that want to focus in that field and that want to own a restaurant, that want to own, you know, a dental office or a chiropractic office, anything similar to that and where they can grow their business and I'll give them free equity and slowly but surely I'll give them more equity as the years go on and maybe I'll keep five, 10% and just, you know, just as an investment. But at the same time, I give somebody a huge head start where they can leverage off of that and go that's on awesome. to their own thing. So that's pretty much my goal and what I have in mind as to the kind of legacy I want to leave behind. That's awesome, bro. I love that. I love that you're willing to contribute back into the younger generation in the future, you know, so that's what it's all about, you know, so appreciate you for sharing that. And right now, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I'm very open on social media. I have my Instagram, which is going to be Adrian underscore GZMN. So I'll link that with, or Charles can link that for me down below. Um, aside from that, I'm on Facebook and I still need to catch up with Twitter, LinkedIn and all those other websites, but I'm very focused on Instagram. So you guys can find me there. Awesome, bro. Uh, any last words that you want to add on before we uh, close the podcast down? Uh, let's see. One quote that I heard that grew with me as I like as I grew with it. So, and this requires thoughts. So, kind of try to focus on this one. It's an ethical crime to let all that necessary potential go to waste. It hurts you. It hurts your family. It's a disservice to be. It's a disservice. Every word about that is very you know deep and has very powerful thoughts. So absolutely, I love it, bro. I'm I'm excited to have you on. I'm I'm excited for people to hear what kind of uh what kind of process you take to do the interviews for other people, 
And uh, other than that, guys, for anybody listening, thanks for tuning in. I'm looking forward to see what this series can do for you guys. So uh, stay tuned. Thanks again for listening, guys. Yo, what's up, podcast listeners? If you are listening this far, I just want to let you know I genuinely appreciate your support for being able to listen. And if it does pique your interest and this is the type of podcast you like, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe so that you can get more features in the future. Or for Spotify, follow so that you can stay up to date. Or follow me on the Instagram account at charlescreates underscore. And for the rest of season three, all the way until November of this year, I'll be making podcasts with different series tackling different broads of categories. So if you know anybody who might be perfect for these series that I've done in the past for the next season, contact me. And also, I am currently looking for sponsors. So if you know anybody or have a business that you want to promote, contact me at info at onthegovoice.com so we can talk about business. Okay. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show.